0: All right, hello guys. Welcome back to another episode of Galley Stories, Stories of the Bering Sea and Beyond. I am your host, Mark Kaler. And before we get started today, I just wanna let you know, uh, as you've probably heard me mention previously, uh, we don't really edit these, so you you just get what you get. And today, sitting here on the gale, uh, in the uh, waters here uh, in Ballard, uh, it's a bit of wind, so you might hear a bit of that as we go. But today's guest is, uh, some people might know him as uh, Steve Davidson. Uh, I've always known him as Harley Davidson. How are you doing today, Harley?
1: Doing fine. Doing
0: fine, Mark. Thanks for inviting me. Hey, thanks for coming down. Thanks for coming down. Uh, so you've listened to uh, some of these before. What I want to start off first of all, you know, just you're you're growing up.
1: Oh, about my my growing up and yeah. Okay. Where were you born? And oh, I, I was born in Los Angeles, and oldest of five kids. And then we moved to uh, Washington when I was ten years old, and I was. Thankful my parents got me out of that LA area and we moved down to Kent and and I I lived down there with me I was the oldest of five so if, and my younger brother was 15 years younger than me and we had three sisters between us spread out quite a ways spread them out quite a ways so I mm-hmm. yeah, kind of really you know I was five years older than the next one so I really kind of spent a lot of time just with with by myself my parents have uh, started a business there they had a family billiard so i got to work in the pool hall as a young man and through high school that's where we hung out down in kent and so uh hanging out in the pool hall yeah were you yeah. good at pool yeah it was pretty dang good it. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good I, you know rack them up and play the jukebox and clean the tables and yeah i, I got pretty good at it and make a little extra money off those guys
0: coming in. Uh, it was a it
1: was a family billiard so we kind of kept it kept it clean but it was it was pretty good and then i i um after high school, I was in sports and I was trying to, f- trying to see what the heck I was going to do and I, uh, I, I actually got a scholarship for football and I went and played football at a community college for one year and didn't really enjoy that as much as I thought I would and I was still looking to go to college and still doing, trying to figure out what I was doing and I wound up going up to, uh, Western Washington up in Bellingham and then that's how I got attracted to fishing. I was, um... Oh, going, going between classes, I was trying to find some guys to go have a beer with, and and the, these guys, hey, you want to go have a beer? And I go, no, I, you know, I can't, I can't, I got to go to work, you know, what, what do you guys do? And they say, oh, oh we're fishermen, oh, you're, you're fishermen, where do you fish at? And they, well, they fish up in Alaska, but actually they fish in Puget Sound too, and uh, if I, uh, if I wanted, they would ask their captain. They, they think they have an opening, and maybe I could go fishing with them. Maybe not go to work that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go, okay. So, so I wound up going fishing with them there in, in, uh, in Puget Sound on, on, a, on a drum saner with fall fishing. It was fall time, and we were just kind of around Cherry Point and, you know, and Lummi Island and stuff outside of Bellingham. Mm-hmm. What was your job? Oh, I started out as a cook and they'd run the drum. I was had to learn how to run. They have the big reel on the back of the boat, and so I had to learn how to coordinate between the reel and the fair lead. The fair lead is the thing that guides the net when you're pulling it in, and then the, the drum would, just reels it up. So I'd, I'd operate the drum and back and forth with the fair lead, kind of like a sewing machine. or
0: mm-hmm. Almost like a little spinner reel too, right? Like a, spinner,
1: a Yeah, like a spinner reel. Okay. You just got to feed feed it up so it don't go wadded up. and. It was, you know, there was four of us and uh, a guy in the skiff, and he would take off, and, and it was a big old boat. It was like 65, old wooden boat, you know, and, and that? actually that's where I got my nickname Harley. Do you remember the name of that boat? So, uh, the Sunlight. Yeah, Jim Briscoe. Jim Briscoe in the Sunlight. He still has that boat, and it still fishes up in Bellingham there. Uh, now we got to hear the Harley story. Yeah, and so, so there was like three of us, and then all of us were named Steve. And so... <laughs> so and so he kept saying, "Watch out, Steve!" And then everybody would jump back, right? And so then he said, "Okay, that's it. That's it. Your your last name's Davidson, so your nickname's Harley." Uh, and then he, the other guy got to be one guy got to be Steve, and the <laughs> other guy got to be Fox. And his name was Steve Fox. But so you're Fox, you're Harley, and and you're Steve. <laughs> and so so now that started in the late seventies, and it was kind of. Okay, I'll, you know I'll be Harley. It was kind of fun, but I wasn't quite sure about somebody giving you a nickname. But and then, it, and then it kind of stuck with me, and I, I continued going fishing in Alaska, and it, and it, and it, you could tell where the, if the pers- where you met the person or where the person met you, as if they would call you Harley or they would call you Steve. Because then they'd say, okay, that guy met me from you know some certain areas in in Alaska. I used to fish different uh, salmon areas in Alaska. And I said, okay, you met me when I was a salmon fisherman, or did you meet me when I was a crab fisherman? Because a crab fisherman, I was Steve at that point for a while, and then it got all mixed up, and then you just turned into a Harley. You know? <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah, right? I think I no, mo- no uh, motorcycle, no tattoos.
0: Uh, how-, how old were you the first time you went out there then, when you were on this, oh, the Sunseeker, was, uh, you said it was called?
1: Yeah, the Sunlight. Or yeah, sunlight. I was, I was uh, probably I was probably 20 years old. Okay. Oh, well, let's see, that was 70, I was 21 years old, yeah. I was in 77 I started fishing in Puget Sound in 77 and then I fished there for a couple three years and I wound up being married and having a baby and then my my daughter she was born premature and she was really expensive really pretty but she was really expensive and I, I didn't have health insurance or anything so I needed to try to pay for her and at the time I was still kind of doing some carpentry work and doing some uh fishing around Puget Sound and just trying to make life, still taking classes at the college and still trying to figure out my life and go things. But now I have a daughter that's, you know, premature and I have a big bill. And so, and then she was born in November of 1980. And by January of 81, I went fishing in Alaska of, for the first time on a crab boat.
0: and we, what, was I, the,
1: what was the name of that boat? That was Alaska Monarch. And, th- and the way that started, I was... Uh, I was hanging with these guys that, when I was fishing in Bellingham and I, I was trying to fit in with the crew and we were having fun doing this Puget Sound fishing and I, and I started hanging around the docks with them and I was looking down the docks and I go who are all those guys over there? and they go what do you mean? Those, I said those guys over there, all the Corvettes and everything who are those guys? <laughs> and they said oh those are the crab fishermen and I said oh, really? and they go yeah those are the crab fishermen They're, uh, yeah." And I said okay I'll see you guys in a little while and so I went over and I started hanging out with those crab fishermen, and then the, you know, and I, well, I hooked up with this guy, and, and then he, 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 we got to be buddies. And and when they had an opening, he called me, and that was right after my daughter was born, and I was in the dire need for some big bump for some finance. And so I went up there in. Uh, that was January of 1980. uh, she was born, or no, 81. January of 81 is the first time I went up with him on the Alaska monarch they met him in King Cove Alaska we're going to do some eye fishing 58 cents a pound it was it wasn't it wasn't a big price but there was a lot of bearded i didn't know i had no idea and it was just me and this guy which was a monster he's like a, a Tom Abbott this guy was like like he was somebody you'd read you'd read see him out of some movie or book or something this guy was crazy he was he was like a logger and a fish craft fisherman and he was big and strong, and I kind of, you know, wanted to be like him, or wanted to wanted to do what he was doing. And he was making good money, and we, we were doing some fun. But so I hung around with him, and, and went to, and went with him on the Alaska Monarch for a while. But I was I wasn't very skillful, and it was a little bit harder than I thought. It was cold, really cold. My feet were so cold. I remember putting my socks on and I put bread bags over it and then put some more socks on. And my feet were so numb and my hands were so numb. And the first thing I did is put my hand in the wrong place and the pot came swinging back by and splatted all the meat out of out of my fingers. I still got scars, but that, that you know, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm yeah, I know you're getting tested. You're getting tested hard, you know? Yeah. And. So how many guys were on the boat? Uh, there, when I, when we started, there was only four, Tom and me. Actually, there might have only been three, this other guy that wasn't very good either. And so me, me and this guy that weren't very good were with Tom. I don't remember the fourth guy at the very start. And then I think we had to get a, we got some, we got a couple more guys came from Bellingham and they were a little better than I was. They'd done a couple seasons before me and they were kind of, kind of rat it, there's a lot of bullying going on on the boats right and mm-hmm. that time these guys are kind of making making me not feel like I'm uh I'm, I'm that good of a guy you know they're right. trying to bully you and, and it's okay I, they could do better than I could they have more seasoned, more skill they could tie better knots than me they could they knew what to do they could dance around I can't I don't know no dance I'm just a worker right <laughs> but you, then you join uh, off I'm good <laughs> right and so then we just uh we just start figuring it out we we'll get it we get it we get it figured out i like to see those guys now i sometimes think about that now i remember those two dudes i wonder where they are cause the ones they, bullying you yeah because oh. yeah. <laughs> that was where, all, where are you at now yeah right that was 1980 you yeah, know things we, are we, different i bet they're a little different too i wonder how they look i was sometimes gonna find them but yeah uh, We continued doing that for a while and then you know the marriage was not going so well so i had to move back home and kind of start fishing around puget sounds stayed out of crabbing for a couple years but then i wasn't happy so now you're either you know you're dealing with a couple different things first yeah. you weren't doing you know you're, you just got to sort your stuff out so when the once the marriage dissolved then i uh, went back fishing and then when you go fishing at that time it, that was 1983 84 probably and when you go fishing at those times, then you—I are was fishing long periods of time. You know, it was probably at the, at the year. I bet it was nine to ten months a year. Still, still, obviously, still the derby days. You guys were just going out and running hard. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, how okay. was
0: your how was your daughter at this point? She you went you.
1: She 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 came she got together real fine and she's and she's she was born premature. You know, but she. Uh, She's a fighter and a survivor, and right now she just finished her master's degree, and she's working as a, a school psychologist, and you know, and she's she's doing really fine. So you know? those
0: guys were were out buying brand new Corvettes coming back from Kravet, and you were paying needle, needle with care <laughs> <unit>. <laughs> I give my money. You dub.
1: You dub medical hospital. Okay, so what, where she was she? We born. went back
0: up in 1983. What boat did you go back up to? And
1: you know what? I went to I went on a small boat out of Bellingham, a little 42 foot boat, and I went up to go fish a uh, barracaying in a. Uh, Kodiak and we took this boat from Seattle or from Baller, or Bellingham and we went up to Kodiak and I got there and I remember getting there it was mid-February around my birthday and we were on strike. We, it was so icy that things were just really and this owner of the boat was an old Portuguese guy and and he had this terrible stink about him. He just, and uh, every, and we were in the middle of the, bank, or the uh, Gulf of Alaska trying to travel, and this guy just had a stench, and me and, we were only me and this other guy, there were two crew members, and this one ca- Portuguese captain, and he, uh, uh, every time a wave would come, he'd make all these noises, and this stench, and me and this other guy kept going, what the world have we got into? <laughs> we went with him, and we got to Kodiak, and we went and did a season, but he didn't know what he was doing, he couldn't catch any crab, and. We didn't make any money, really. It was kind of just a real. It wasn't a very good deal, and so at the time there was a big crab boat there, the Golden Dawn. And the Golden Dawn was in in uh, in Kodiak, and I and I got on board there, and I got to go to the Bering Sea for the first, well, second time. For, Who was the captain on there when you? Uh, this guy. Oh, I can't remember his name. He was he was a pretty nice guy. He had a daughter that was born premature in the hospital same time I did. No wonder you got on. I know, right? <laughs> right? No, he was he was a pretty cool well, guy. Was she called the Golden
0: Dawn then? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. It was a crab boat, and it was before it had the extra house and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was gold then. Well, yeah, it was it, she was golden with uh, was it black? Uh,
0: i sure. had a black trim i, or something. I, I worked on that and we,
1: and we weren't really making any money on that boat either i remember going aground on it though really yeah it's <laughs> yeah, going, let's going through it. false pass let's yeah. hear about that <laughs> going through false pass i'm trying to remember the name of those guys there's three guys on there they're they've been on the boat for a while they're they're good guys but uh he um he went through false pass and, and bumped up on the beach there and he you know going through the cans and he uh he, he uh, got a, a bunch of black sand. He he, kept, he didn't turn his pumps off, his crab pumps. So the water, instead of sucking water in to keep the ballast on the, on the boat, he was sucking in sand. And he filled up his crab tanks with sand. I mean, it not filled, but he put a couple, three feet of sand in the bottom of the tanks. And so um, we were sat there on the beach for a little while until the tide lifted us and floated us and then we got away. But I had to get all that sand out of the goddamn bottom of the tanks hey, shovel it all out. oh yeah oh yeah no it was, it was bad stuff we did that for a while and then the, then the yeah, well it wasn't very good season we were in the Bering Sea over trying to crab and that wasn't working out well and so they wanted to go uh, and it, they were just going to stop just tie the boat up and so I got on uh, on the uh, Golden uh, Pride that's part of the Golden Pisces I was going to go trawling for the first time and I tried that for a few weeks and I realize I'm not a dragger. I, I don't know, but these he, that that really goes slow. I'm going holy smokes, man! Well,
0: Your first experience on the crab boat. So you said it, you you were freezing. She was kicking your ass. You weren't as good as the other guys. And then you get it. You, you get on a trawler and you're like, this is too slow.
1: Way too slow. <laughs> too much
0: time in the <laughs> house. Or oh what?
1: God! You, you 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 put the net out for about five minutes, and you run in and watch your movie, and then you watch another movie, and then you and then you. I don't know where you, I get up and go look around nobody's there. everybody's in their bunk still well <laughs> you smell some cookies burning every once in a while but I I, did, I don't know was it, was that, wa- it? that wasn't going to be my cup of tea either yeah. and so then I, I took off and I and I decided to go uh, pursue my salmon career a little more it got to be s- summertime so I went off to Chignik and, and they were really doing well there at that time and the, that was mid 80s and it was a uh, it was the place to be, and and I went up. I went on the beach there. I just flew into this village, got in there and landed, and I wanted to go uh, go salmon fishing. I, I knew some crew members there, and they were telling me um, where to go and stuff. I flew into Chignik Bay, and I asked around, and there was a couple guys were going to offer me a job. And my my buddies going, no man, that guy, you know, he's probably not going to pay you, you know, he's. He's got some, he, he doesn't do very good on that.
0: What year was this, probably 87 8, then? Eighty-seven, or, eighty-eight. 88, so yeah. So was, was that silver lining there, or uh, was it two dragons? Yeah,
1: Norquest and Chignik Pride. Chignik Pride. Or, 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 no, uh, ADF, Aleutian Dragon Fisheries. I thought it was a dragon up there. Yeah, Aleutian I Dragon I, Fisheries and and, and uh, Chignik Pride. And so I was sitting on, I was still looking for work. I had some nice looking rain gear, some light rain gear. I remember this beautiful red light rain gear i stood out pretty good i mean i look like i knew what i was doing because i've been i can strut myself because i'm a bering sea fisherman now if i'm going to chignik you're it's a whole different deal because you're you're a bering sea fisherman which is you know you, you've stepped it up a notch so anyways i'm looking for a job going yeah. up and down the beach and i can't find i can't find a decent job in chignik bay and my friends are saying me they're telling me that i should go to chignik uh, lagoon Oh, uh, okay. Right around the corner. Yeah, Right around the corner. We're gonna, around, and there's a boat. Eagle
0: Rock there. And
1: there's, yeah, Long Eagle Rock and up into the lagoon there. And there's a flat side. There's not a dock. There's not a hotel. There's not a restaurant. There's nothing. There, You know, there's an airstrip. And at the end of the airstrip, there's a pole with a telephone on it. And that's about all there is. That's your public meeting spot or whatever. There ain't nothing over there yeah. at that point. I, I think it's beautiful though. Oh, well, it's gorgeous. It's, yeah. it's gorgeous. So I, I, I hitched a ride over there with this boat and gave me a ride a white captain which are, and he's taking me over to a real native area and the and the, I tell I went and tell some of the other crew members that I'm heading over to the lagoon they're going you're going lagoon I go yeah and they're going oh man you know what they're going to do to you over there go, what are they going to do to me over there they're going to bend you over in a rock and they're going to fuck you I <laughs> go <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, no, no! They said so they told me that these, and I was kind of half-ass scared. You know, I'm going well. Shut up, a well, bitch. So, again, this is eighty-seven. How old are you now? You're. Uh, twenty something. What was I? Twenty? Oh, I'm gonna be thirty. I'm gonna be thirty. That's a
0: pretty short ride from from uh, Chignik Bay to the Lagoon. It's what uh, twenty minutes,
1: maybe thirty. No, minutes? No, no, it's an hour. It's an hour. Hour. I uh, guess I'm I'm also taking on a skip. Yeah, right? no, it's a good hour so on we'll, these little boats. to go by your Mud your Bay around Negro Head. Yeah. Was that was that yeah. in your head going over there? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I was looking around. Who the hell's gonna fuck me? You know. <laughs> and then you get there and it's all low tide and, and so you gotta you're going well how do you get out this boat and you know it's all big old mud hole and, and you got to kind of you, you t- we take the skiff in but you, I, actually i waited to high tide and then you take the boat in closer and they got a little mooring buoy they put it on and then you get a skiff and you get a skiff ride i go and walk to one end of the beach to the next and i start down at one end and 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 i, and I Starting introducing myself, seeing crews working on nets and going in. Hey, can I do anything? No, no, we're good, we're good. And then I get all the way down to the end, of the end. And now I'm kind of wondering where in the hell I'm going to stay tonight. And I'm starting to get a little more desperate. I'm, I'm starting to think, how's this going to work out for me? And uh, I'm walking up to this last house way on the end of the flat side on the lagoon there. And I'm walking up to the house. And as I'm walking up to the house, they got a shop in there, and I, and I heard that this guy was the highliner the year before, and and everything and uh as i'm walking down the up to the dock i see or up to the house this lady comes running out of the house and she says get the fuck out of here you piece of shit and she starts screaming like hell and i and i'm looking jesus christ you know i haven't even got to her i'm just walking up the driveway and then i see this dog running like hell and then i go oh shit she was yelling at the dog (laughs) (laughs) i thought i was busted right there I go up to I go up to the shop and I I hang out in the shop and I start filling needles and meeting these guys and working on their net and finally the captain shows up in the shop and who are you he's a big big guy big old uh, Russian Aleut who are you and he has the squeakiest little voice you ever seen and I told him I'm I'm uh, you know I'm Harley or Steve. Yeah, I think I was Steve at that point and I'm looking you know maybe I was Harley yeah, I was Harley in that village and so I'm, I'm going I'm Harley and I'm looking for a job. And and he you know well, maybe you know we'll see we'll see here and then and so I just kept fucking working and working and pretty soon, well you can have you can st- you can stay here and so I got a place to stay and then I worked for. a did few they, Did anybody ask you
0: to start help working or you just went up there? No, to you start? just
1: start. You just start working. You know, you, you now you're getting kind of worried about how this is gonna were, go. Dinner's coming. Maybe a <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, place to stay. And So I worked there for a couple of days and he hired me on for the five percent guy, the extra guy. And, and and it was cool, though. He had a new boat. It was the Captain Sam. This thing was, this thing, you know Michael Grunert? I do. Yeah, yeah. I do know yeah, I, yeah, you know the voice yeah. then.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 but he,
1: he was funny, and so he's a river rat, and so he's running up on step up the river there, and, and there's going to be a flare opening up there at Mensis Point, and everybody's up there, all the boats are starting to watch around, they're watching Michael, because he was the head guy last year, and he's a river rat. And he sits there until about ten minutes before the opening, eight minutes before the opening. He, they're gonna have a flare opening and everybody's jockeying around waiting, and no gentleman, nothing. This is just go lay your nets out. And right before the eight minutes before, he turns around and starts heading out. And he's heading back out the out out the bay. And he's going back to blind channel right before his boat was moored at. And and we're up on step and he's racing like hell, and we get there and there's fish all through that blind channel and he and it's foggy too and he makes his big set and we just start getting him and we're towing on this and towing on this for an hour and a half and, and all of a sudden these other boats are starting to come back they made a set they didn't catch shit and he's coming back and they uh, and they're and they're looking at us and 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 we don't have our net closed yet we're, we're still towing we're st- and, and see the legally they're they're are, uh you know, however they do it, they're, they're, gentleman rule, you can still come inside my net because this is still my set, You know, it's not like your second set. It's still your first set. But anyways, he, he's looking, and he sees this other boat coming. It's Gunner, Gunner Anderson. And he goes, oh, shit, we're going to get gun smoke, boys. <laughs> and he says, we're going to get gun smoke because Gunner's coming, and, and thank God Gunner seen some fish before he came to see ours, and, and so he took his fish, and we go, oh, okay, we got him. And he's got me up on the bow, and I'm plunging this big pole in the water, plunging, plunging, plunging. And he and wants he, it to chasing the fish back into the net, and he wants me to keep plunging like he says. I want you to plunge like you never plunged before, <laughs> and, and you never plunged before, yeah, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I'm just bang a bang a bang. <laughs> God, this guy's got me just crazy. He's <laughs> like foaming, a crazy guy, man. It was fun, and and then all it all settled. I I got ten thousand uh, sockeye that day in that set. We're just oh, deck loaded. Man. We're deck loaded. We just and all of a sudden here come all my friends that've been watching me. They're wondering if they thought I was going to be fucked on that flat rock, right? And they're all coming back. They haven't seen me. This is opening day, right? And they're coming back out of Mensis Point, and they're coming out the lagoon, and then they see uh, I'm waving at them because I got that fancy rain gear on. You can right. see me. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they go, oh shit, you know, look at it. he's loaded, you know. And, I just want
0: to. I just want to say real quick or, or ask your. Opinion. <coughs> i've been all over alaska and seen a lot of salmon and i think that chignik has some of the most beautiful sockeye that there are oh I mean, yeah that's a gorgeous fish big, oh fuck, and they are just
1: beautiful big oh me nine, nine ten pound average you know yeah they're, those I, are think big fish. I think they're still
0: running six point eight seven seven point
1: two somewhere oh. in
0: that range
1: it's a nice fish they are we always got paid fish. more than everybody at that point and th- these fish are so fun because you're fishing in the lagoon with one of those beach saints and when, and when you're just a shallow little net, and we're bouncing off the bottom all the time, yeah, all the time, and these guys fall over, and, and you're screaming, help, help, I fell over. And the guy says, stand up, for fuck's sakes, you know. <laughs> and you go, oh, oh. <laughs> no, you're right shallow in a little shallow net, and it's like a little fly water. And these fish are like crazy coming at you trying to get out. When you plunge, they go back about 18 inches, and then they try again. And you just got to keep plunging and plunging. Just, just coming in there from Mud Bay, uh,
0: into the lagoon. Yeah. If it's low tide, there's only a little small, small oh, little channel. Oh, you can oh those get big bars in. there. Yeah. yeah. You got the
1: lower bar and the upper bar and all that. Yeah. Oh, it's so, a fun. It was a fun place a, to fish. You had a good time. I fished there for nine years, eight, nine years. I never. I, I stayed with that same guy that I got the boat ride the first time. After I did Michael one year, then I got back on that guy that gave me the ride the first time, Jason Alexander. And I and I love Jason. What, a, what we, we, a phenomenal guy! What a great guy! I was yeah. so
0: lucky to he, meet such a nice man. He now has uh, what is it, Captain Jay, <coughs> and uh, the Mary Jane. Or his yeah.
1: yeah, he had two sons that were fishing. He had three sons. He's had some catastrophes in yeah, his life yeah. too. But but he uh, he's just a gentleman. It was so good to work for him and me and the crew. We never changed crew for six years. We me me and the other deckhand and the skiff man. All three of us got to be best friends, and we you know we were we were a force, and we, we and there's a hundred boats there at the time, and we were always either number two, number three, uh, we, we nobody, we were always in top five. He's still a hell of a fisherman. Yeah, we did good, you know. Mm-hmm. We, he made we made a lot of money, and we did good, mm-hmm. and you know, he it was fun. It was, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed fishing with Jason so much, and then I do that with him and the salmon, and then we wound up I go going on the herring with him, and so I go on the herring circuit with him. On that boat, in the same boat, the Captain J, mm-hmm. and we did the we did the, uh, uh, Prince William Sound, and Homer, and, and we go we go Cook Inlet, and then we head off to Togiak. But no, it it was freaking out. Was those are some fun times. So,
0: so one year on the Captain Sam, eight years then, or nine years on the Captain J. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: nine nine years. Nine yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. yeah, yeah, long time with him. The only reason I quit is because then I had to. I, I was still. I, I, at the same time, I, I've been doing salmon, herring, with, with Jason, and then at, I was also doing uh, crab on my other. Uh, I when was, when I were was, you home? Uh, <laughs> I didn't come home, and change change gears, man. Uh-huh. They change gears, get a week off, and you know, change gears and go again. Okay. Go crab, and I, I always went. Ooh, I, I was on, I was on the ra- I was on the Rainier and the Paragon, the Pacific, uh, uh, the Polar Sea, Polar Star. I worked on a Polar Sea, Polar Star for five years, and the Rainier Paragon for five years. It's the same owner, and they kind of bounce around between right, two boats. Right. And, then, and then at that point, and that, and that was all while I was still working with Jason and Chignik, but then it, then I got on the American Star. And the American Star was one of the premium, uh, premier bra- crab boats. The big, beautiful, most beautiful vessel in Alaska. And I, and, I, and I also had my Coast Guard license at that point. So then I was working as a mate and so i, I was kind of building up into something knew i wasn't going to buy a crab permit you know or a salmon permit excuse me i wasn't going to get a salmon permit so i wasn't not going to probably be able to you know i mean jason got his he, 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 a lot of people do different things but you he, he knock up a native you knock up a native and, you, and, they, and they have permits right and so then then you, then you get one so well explain yeah. that a little bit so you I mean, a guy can buy a permit now. You can buy them. You can buy them then too, but they're half million bucks. Or you know, and, and I, I buy, were I, they I, then too? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was the most expensive permit in, in the state. Chignik. Oh yeah. That's because they have the most the beautiful fishing. Well, well in we were state. making big bucks. You know, we were the high place. When I think when uh, one year when I was uh, the highest boat, I was number two in Chignik, and I and I could probably I could tell you that it, out of salmon fish in the whole state of Alaska there were three crew members that made more money than me, and they they were in Chignik. You know, nobody made more money than me in the state of Alaska, and that's what you're fishing for is who can make the most money, mm-hmm. right? And, they, and I knew no other area could be, beat us. Did you, you get know? that Corvette then? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> Go rock it up. <laughs> no,
1: I still had other things going on. but.
0: Okay, so um, that, that, so we, that took us from, what,
1: 87 then to? No, I think when I left, Jason was a... Uh, that was probably the early '90s, and we were going to quit because I was going to go on the, um, oh, excuse me, the big. Oh, that, I started fishing with Jason in '88. So I've been '95 and '96. Yeah, going to the big, beautiful Alaska. I was going to go the uh, American, Star. American and, Star, and we were going to go crabbing in Russia. And I was going to be the mate, and then he gave me my first job. He I was running a boat. He let me be the uh, tender captain okay so tendering in the
0: summers yeah, hauling haul yeah, salmon yeah
1: so i'm gonna be able i'm gonna be the captain on that tender captain with now. the most beautiful boat in the freaking state look you out, the, this look thing out, is girl. gorgeous it packs a million pounds so on the radio are you harley or steve at this point oh boy i don't the know i'm also. still i'm still undecided on that to this really? day. yeah i don't know it i don't know what the hell i am uh-huh. Okay, uh, i think you're harley so, you're so, harley yeah that's fine
0: yeah how did so. tendering go
1: Oh, I liked it, you know, because I knew how to Sam, I knew what Sam Fisherman wanted, because well, I've been doing it, right? yeah. and so and, and 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 we cared, and we had fun. I had, I had a good crew. I had my nephew and my daughter, and I had people coming up, so I was having fun time with my daughter again, which I needed, mm-hmm. you know, to be with her. And well, previously it sounds like you were only home to change clothes and do <laughs> a little laundry. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, there's there some time. Take her to Disneyland, do yeah. things every time, you yeah. know. You just come home and spoil her and then run, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, they had to do just some stuff. Yeah, so then I got to do the American Star, and then uh, and then th- we kept doing that for throughout the '90s. And and at that time, once again, you're on, I'm on one of the uh, highline boats. This guy always caught more crab than anybody, in the, like the pelio fishing, because he could pack more. He could pack a, he could pack a half million pounds. Everybody else, and he could put all his crab pots back on the boat with a half million pounds under deck. And most guys, if they can go get three hundred pound, three hundred thousand pounds, but then they can't take their crab pots. So then it takes more time, and then. Well, you can't go to the same place we're going. We're yeah. going up where the ice is. We're yeah. going. We're going to go mess. We're going to go play cat and mouse with the ice, because yeah. all the ice is frozen. Or the ocean's frozen over, and we set our pots right when the wind blows one direction, and try to get in some clear area to where we can fish in, and then. We, but you're scared because if the wind turns the other way, you're going to lose all your gear. The ice takes them, yeah. How big was that boat? Hundred and fifty-eight. Yeah, she's still around now. No, no, that thing caught on fire. I wasn't on board, and I, I we were going to go up for a paleo fishing, and then they postponed the season that year because of ice, the icing conditions up in the in the Pribilof. They postponed the season, and so we decided to go cod fishing, and we didn't need we didn't need everybody to go cod fishing, so. I mean, right at the airport. The morning at the airport in Seattle, I, we we thought I'll just stay here. I volunteer. I don't need to go cod fishing, and so I stayed home. and The and the captain took the boat, and he went and they went cod fishing. And I told him, "Be careful. It'd be nice to that boat. You guys take care of it." And they went, and I don't know what the hell happened. The rain gear and the stack, and you know, in the engine room, and it caught fire, and they. They they lost the boat man. They had to, it was a big it was a show on uh, Discovery also about that boat being caught on fire. It drifted up on Unimac Island. The crew, the crew was okay. Yeah, the helicopter got the crew and the dog off.
0: Thank God for the Coast Guard.
1: Yeah, yeah, no kidding, no shit. They got those guys off, and the boat drifted up on the beach. And the 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 program was about how they were trying to rescue the boat off the beach. It was it actually landed on the beach pretty good. It's right on the sandy beach, and look, and it's the most beautiful hole you ever seen. This thing's gorgeous. <laughs> you still think it's beautiful? She burned oh yeah. And and I, I, you say, I say, you know, I, every once in a while I miss my ex-wife, but I never ever miss my. <laughs> I always miss my boat. You know, what yeah. I mean, when I was young like that, I was yeah. like, oh, that was terrible. So that was, that was a. That was ninety-five through. Uh, it sank in ninety-nine.
0: So forty-four years after. Yeah. Uh, so now you're now you're a guy. What to say? Well,
1: and at the same time, we were going through crab rationalization. Things are starting to give me, come around. And I, I got well. I, I was fortunate enough. I met I met a, a gentleman that um, Pat Dwyer and Pat and Pat worked at Norquest, and Pat and Pat uh, hired me to be the captain. He was the manager. He hired me to be the captain of the uh, Cape Caution, and that was in the year two thousand. I remember I left Seattle here before Y two K. I was I was in I was in Ketchikan, during the uh, New Year's Eve, I the thought when you, when you thought your GPS and everything's going to shut down, I go oh yeah. shit, I'm going to go try it, you know. And but I it, it didn't it didn't. But I took that boat up for a few years with Norquest, and then and then parlayed that into start working on another bigger boat that Pat had, the Beverly B. Another and and um, and then kept doing that along with uh, salmon tendering and when the when the uh, american star sank I, I was lucky enough to get a job on the arty Eagle and so i got to run the Artie Eagle for tendering and then i would look for another boat to go crabbing on and pat was hiring me to be the crab captain so i so I, my was life that, was still getting balanced was out. That,
0: was that your first crab captain job then yeah yeah the cape how, Ca- how did that go
1: <laughs> i mean cape. that's still a beautiful boat to, i love that boat. cape caution yeah oh well, we uh, cape uh cape uh, what do they call it the cape tragic or something that thing was always breaking uh, down i love it i love it because of kirby
0: do do you know kirby oh yeah yeah he's oh yeah that, he's, they, he's still there he's still that there. man has done some incredible things oh, I mean, yeah. just a, he's a genuinely nice guy that goes mm-hmm. out of his way to make you feel good right you
1: know? right no he's an awesome tenderman he is really good that, that boat we did fine we had some pretty good season i t- i wound up going doing some you know crazy fishing that was in the derby time and my buddies had bigger boats and they would talk me into staying out with them during the storm and i oh, jesus you know, me and this little boat's a lot different than them and their bigger boat. I'm, I'm sitting there jogging left, next to them, but... You're saying your buddies talked to you into staying out, so they were captains too. Yeah, right? my other captain, the captain buddies. I've got to run to the island. They're going, no, nah, we're staying here. You know, I, I don't know about me staying here, bud. And now you're rubbing shoulders with captains. You are a captain, and this is the this is the crew. You're you gotta Figure out how we're going to be the most productive. Right. I know. Okay. That's how you're going to be judged. If you're going to still be a captain, you better be productive. And that, that was before the... Rationalization, yeah. 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 When rationalization happened, I did—I already did a couple years of the Cape Caution, a couple years of the Beverly B, and then rationalization was coming, 05. Yeah. And, and How'd you fare on that? I know some captains got actually captain's quota. and No, I didn't get any captain quota. I pre-qualified. See, that was part of the problem of being on the American Star. When I was on the American Star for all those years, and we were doing so well, it, it would have been a, a good time for me in my career to go get in a little boat and be a captain of it. But at the same time i was on a highliner boat and i was in second in charge and it's hard to ever leave something that good and i didn't ever leave because i was just I, my life was good you well, know making that money i'm right? making good money and I, and I got a good life I'm working with roger roger overa he, he was the owner of that boat and sam yella they were the owners of that boat and they were really fair and nice i've always kind of stuck with the norwegians when i that was my theme when i started crabbing with starting with alaska monarch being a norwegian and then the uh, uh Polar Sea, Polar can- Star, Norwegians, uh, Ro- uh, uh, the uh, uh, Paragon Rainier, Norwegians. I met that Norwegian guy in the Rainier. I was sitting there. That was when I was fishing in Chignik, and I, and my and I was went up elk hunting. and I, And my friends are going. We're talking in the morning. We're up in the middle of the woods, up in Yakima, elk hunting. My friend said, "You gonna go uh, crabbing this season? You know, it start. It's in November. We're elk hunting in November. Are you going to Opelio fishing in January?" Oh uh, no! I had a good summer, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay home for a little while. I'm just going to stay home. And so then, Hey, okay, cool. Well, we'll meet you at the truck at noon or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And so then I go off elk hunting, and I'm sitting in the middle of the woods. It's raining like hell. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, God damn, I got probably a lot of taxes due. And I, what the hell am I doing up in the woods here? I should be looking for a job, you know, the, kind of what the hell am I thinking? And so then... I'm sitting, I think, talking to myself, sitting in this, up in the hills in Yakima, and all of a sudden I hear some noises, and I think the elk are coming. And I t- turn my head around, and and uh, I see this big Norwegian guy coming with Grunden Ranger, big orange Ranger, older Norwegian guy. And he comes down the trail, and I go, uh, hi. And he, and he starts talking to me, and I realize he's Norwegian. And I said, well, what boat you got? You know, just making a shot in the dark. And he, well, I got, 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 got the r- 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 rain here. And it was Alf Sorbik. Alf had a, he had a, a real bad stutter, and I go, well, well, yeah. I had a friend that works on the Rainier. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to have i I'd like to go fishing with you on the Rainier. And I told him about my history and my stuff, and we sat there and talked in the middle of the woods. And well, okay, I'll take you. I'll take you crab fishing. He said, I can go. I can go with him. And I go, wow, okay. And so then I go running back down to the uh, truck at lunchtime and. I, I see my buddies, and they, I'm all excited. They go, well, what's going on? Did, did, you get a, did you see some elk? I go, no, man, I got a crab job. <laughs> and they're going, shut up. You said you weren't going crab. What are you, gonna, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, I met this big Norwegian guy in the woods. I got me a crab job. It sounds like he still made a good shot. <laughs> right? Right. Oh, yeah, no, that was cool. But anyway, so, yeah, I always, <laughs> stuck, I always stuck with the Norwegian... Uh, the Norwegian clan, they've always treated me right. And with no no Norwegian blood. No Norwegian blood, no. No, 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 no. So only, I'm only you, Norwegian by intercourse. No. Right. <laughs> I was
0: going to say, you, you did marry a Norwegian yeah,
1: girl. Yeah, I married a Norwegian girl. I, 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 they set my skates high, man. That, that might have to be an entirely new episode. <laughs> so,
0: Harley, that entire time you were up there, uh, you ever, were you ever scared?
1: Crabbit, I mean. You know, I've been scared many times, Mark, many, many, many times, and you, you're out in the, been fishing this many years, 35, 37 years, out in the middle of the Bering Sea, I've been scared so many goddamn times, where you get this little voice in your head going, somebody's going to die today, and you go, shut the fuck up, <laughs> 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 and then you hear it going, nope, somebody's going to die today, and you're scared to shitless, you you, were, you you better be scared, Yeah. oh, you better be, I've been scared so many goddamn times, do you remember, <laughs> do you remember, do you remember well... I spend most of my life scared, you uh, know, I mean, you got, you better be, because you're going to react, you better, you better be looking for something that's going to bite your ass, right, because if you don't, something's going to bite your ass, <laughs> that's not a good thing, no, no, I've been scared lots and lots and lots of times, you know, and never to the point where I, we're listing over and I think we're sinking, no, I never sank, I never washed a guy over, or never had a death on board, thank goodness, knock on wood, knock on but, that, yeah. but uh, that's mahogany, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> But but at the same time, you know, always scared. Always, All, yeah. always scared. That's probably a good way to be, right? Well, some people say that I have the other captains go, "Why are you always looking at the bad part? Why don't you just think of the good and keep thinking about the good?" And they go, "Well, that's not how I'm wired, man. Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to make shit work." Let's go to the good. You got <laughs> something funny for me? Yeah. <laughs> we got something good. <laughs> good and funny. Good and funny. Let's think of a good funny. Thirty-five years, one. you got one good one good little <laughs> cherry sitting in there somewhere. Oh man. Oh man, it's just sick in here. Let me think a second of a good, mm-hmm. funny one. We well, got some funny ones, huh? Hmm. Let me sip on my beer here, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I, I just, while you're, while you're taking a minute, I, I gotta mention when you uh, when you were in nick and you were going up to that last house and, and you go walking up and the gal comes out screaming, I'm like, get the, get the, get yeah, out of here. That was just, Michael's It's wife. a dog, yeah. it's a dog. So. Uh, one of my experiences in Chicknick was, at the time, uh, it was a plant. It was the plant there, and it was a trident plant um, at that time. And uh, the 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 meal schedule was all set, and guys had to come in, and, you know, eat at their scheduled times. And and the management, for whatever reason, always ate early, you know, because that was they would eat before everybody else before the actual lunch hour, so they would get out of the way before everybody else came in. Uh and uh so we were going in to eat and uh, a friend of mine jeff jeff miller he brings he brought his dog up vetter was his name eddie Uh, Vetter. i know jeff yeah yeah so he brings his dog up and and we're we're waiting for the galley to open to go in and as soon as the door opened um, here comes his dog running inside well a little mexican guy was coming right in behind him a little hispanic guy coming right behind him and and jeff just said Better out he screamed and pointed. And both the dog and this kid both turned <laughs> around and started walking out. Oh,
1: yeah. And Jeff's like,
0: Not you, no. Yeah, you.
1: yeah right? Right. Uh, I took a little Mexican guy. I took him in. I took him uh, to this. Uh, I hired him and I took him over to the uh, Mariner game. And and we were at the baseball game. And all of a sudden they, they stand up and they start singing. Jose, can you see and, he, and he's going man these people are polite they're uh, jose can you see <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can see just fine jose <laughs> 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 you can do just fine do you have any
0: uh do you have any advice for guys starting to give this this industry now i mean you've been doing it for
1: 35 years yeah yeah i do have some advice i give the same advice i gave the first guys i hired no, you guys got to watch out, you know, what you, I mean, I remember hiring this one kid, he wanted a job with me, and I, I and I, he, he pulls up, and I'm going to meet him for an interview, and he pulls up in his car, and he's got a pretty girl in the car, and the kid, car seat in the back seat, and, I, oh, wow, you, you got, you got a family? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a family, wow, that's great, you got any, uh, alcohol or drug problems? No, no, oh, good, good any irs problems <laughs> No, nope, nope no irs problems well you might want to get ready for all that shit you're <laughs> going to con- you're going to continue coming with me <laughs> no that was i i tried i tried to get these kids no you want them to have a hope in there and i do think think there is a good solid hope for it
0: well we're we're getting older right i mean uh
1: yeah they, yeah the old they? guys are quitting and the well, there, there's a, there's definitely a vacuum here where they needed there's a missing generation there that these kids need to and they they, they work hard and do it they're, they're still a, a, i'm proud of it you know i'm not always proud of my colleagues I've got to work with a bunch of assholes you know <laughs> but, but, but but i do like what we've done and what what kind of life i've gotten out of it so it's it's all a it's, it's a pretty good life where you're right now right i mean a really comfortable life you know you you're you're, you're, you're you're happy and you're healthy you know and, and you've You've seen some things, and you've, you, 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 can, you can hold your head up high. When you walk through the town and you, and you go to the grocery store or something, you know you can do something that not very many people can do, and you can do it well. That's so how it gives you a certain pride, you know. Where you are going? Okay. So, so you're walking in the grocery store, and you get on that bright rain gear, and you're the you're, you're
0: <laughs> the you're, you're the big rooster cock strutting down. Yeah, the right. Aisle, right. Get out of my way. If they only knew. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, well, no, uh, sea fishermen. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to be humble about it too. Yeah. But, but, oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: But. Yeah, we do, we do need fresh blood in our fleet, though. I mean, not not. what I again, I, I I point this out several times uh, throughout many of these broadcasts. Our fleet is anybody up there doing the work you know it's not any company or any any individual company it's uh it's all of us i mean uh, right it, everyone you know all of us
1: need need fresh no, blood I, you know, i'm really proud of the young guys i have on my boat right now i right now i'm the captain Then we had several guys who were getting in their 40s and 50s and we kind of been guys have been retiring and i've been weaning younger guys in there now i got two or three guys that are 24 25 years old you know well, you're you're the captain of the Southern Wind up correct, there for correct, craft yeah.
0: Well, what I what I find the funniest about that is that you're like Mark. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and start my crab, and then the next thing I know, you're already back in town. You're
1: <laughs> you're done. Oh yeah. So we're over done. the years, did
0: you just find the honey pot? And you're not telling anybody about no, it because you were no, done. Fast. No,
1: the whole idea is when you when you go is because of, maybe because all the years I spent working so many months a year. Right now, the the especially with the quotas and issues, the thing I know the first is I want to get out of there, right when you land the next plan is how are we getting out of here you know you always say i'll be happy when we get the pots on i'll be happy when we set the pots i'll be happy when we fill that tank i'll be happy when we deliver i'll be happy when we get the pots back on i'll be happy when we put the pots on the beach you know you're never going to be goddamn happy so just <laughs> get the work done let's just get out of here
0: i uh yeah we're running out of time here but man uh harley i'd i'd really like to have you back again to continue some of these <laughs> stories because i I feel like we could do maybe three or four podcasts. Yeah, just, just yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, got, I got a couple uh, more stories, Mark. You kind of had me on the point there a few times, but I'll, I,
0: I'll, I'll go I'll refresh. I, I really appreciate you coming today to do this. Thank um, you. Thank you. And hopefully you you uh, you like it and you'll come back again. Yeah, keep feeding beers, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been another episode of Galley Stories. I'm your host, Mark Kaler. Uh, stories of the Bering Sea and beyond. I hope you enjoyed today's episode because I really enjoyed listening to it myself. And we will see you guys next time.
1: All right.